So, yo, 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 yo. What's going on, Mike? Chilling, chilling. Just got back from Brooklyn. Now I'm on the Lower East Side, chilling. All right, all right. Man, yeah, so uh, y'all know the drill out there. Y'all know the drill. We live streaming, and I am getting the links out right now. So I got to give us a little bit of time, time, a little bit of time to get this yeah. out. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, my feet in a couple groups also. So. How was your day, though? And, um, shit. And, you know, this is my day off, but I work so fucking much. I work on my days off. So I literally spent four hours of my day off in training. So <laughs> learning lots of relevant, relevant things in uh, Adobe Analytics. So, you know, lots of there's lots of money wrapped up in tracking what the hell all of us do on the Internet. So we have to properly track it and all of that stuff so people can make the dollars. That's good to know. I know, I know. It's a it's a whole fucking thing. But um, you know, actually one of my friends in the trans community here actually works. She develops for an analytics company, which is dope as fuck. I love seeing trans women that are career women. Love the career ladies out there doing a motherfucking thing, showing up to work every goddamn day, killing it. And I also fucks with women that's out there chasing their motherfucking dreams, making it happen. That's why I appreciated my um my first girlfriend so much, my first trans girlfriend so much. She had a catering company. She busted her ass for that shit. She saved up. She went and got a uh she went and got a um a food truck and was just making that shit work. Like she didn't need no fancy degree, no education, nothing like that. She just had a dream. And she developed her skills and just went out there and got it. And I fucks with people that get out there and motherfucking get it. And you know who else get out, get out there and get it? Our guest today. <laughs> Our guest today. Um, so we're doing a little bit different, uh, a different show today because this is more of an interview style show instead of us just sitting around milling about, you know, men's issues and all that kind of stuff. Um I wanted to introduce our guest today. She is dope as fuck. LA girl through and through. Welcome, Chanel Jolie. You can say hi to the people. Still, hi. <laughs> hey, <Yo>. people. <laughs> Let's move you over here. So, in the center. So, now. Um, oh, nothing much. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate having you here. Thank you for taking out the time. To kick it with us and talk to the people because people want to hear about you. So, um, tell everybody a little bit about yourself because I, you know, I'm sorry, let me let me start. I didn't give you the right introduction, I didn't even start the show right. <laughs> let me rewind all this shit back. So, everybody, welcome to the Man Like Us podcast. This is a man's space, but you know, we invite ladies in from time to time, and we did that today once again. But, you know, today I brought a, 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 a black trans woman that's out there chasing her motherfucking dreams. She's a rapper. She's dope as fuck. And she hit me up and I, I, I listened to her music. I'm like, oh, yeah, she got to come through. Got to come on the podcast. So we appreciate it. She got a dope music video. We're going to play that for y'all. Um, 
But, you know, I just want to kind of talk to you because there's not that many women out there doing it. There are some out there doing it, and there are some really dope artists out there like yourself. But I feel like we need to put a spotlight on y'all and, and, and get and introduce more people in community to y'all. So, you know, we're going to get into the personality portion of this. I want to we want to learn about you, Chanel, sorry, Chanel Jolie. Who are, who are you? Where are you from? Like, tell us about yourself. Uh, okay, well, I'm from California. I'm born in LA, raised in Rancho Cucamonga, so I rep both. Um, I am a fun, loving person that just makes really, really hot-ass music. Um, I like to make music that's going to make girls want to shake their ass, and I like to make music that's going to make men be like, whoa, no way she's a girl, and then they find out I'm trans and it's extra, like, no way she's trans, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm better than all of you. But um, <laughs> um, besides that, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just a bad bitch in a basic world. <laughs> bad bitch in a basic. Can can we get a t-shirt with that on it? Like, I feel like Yo. you should be walking around with that on a t-shirt. Patent, 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 patent. There you go. <laughs> that, there you go. That's a bag. That's a bag. See? Have, have at it. Um, so, okay, so you're from L.A., I just got one question yeah. for you because LA people think differently than the rest of the world on this matter. Is In and Out overrated? Yes or no? No, it's amazing. I love that. Thank you. That's, that's the right answer. You get to stay on the show. <laughs> it's amazing. I, if you don't like In and Out, then you are probably weird and eat Burger King. Oh, God, no. Gosh, that's I, horrible. I just never been to In-N-Out because we, we got them on the East Coast. <laughs> oh, bro. Well, then you need when to you... come to California. No, no, no. Hey, He's coming to Houston. <laughs> He's coming to Houston in a couple of weeks. We got In-N-Out right here. We got Whataburger and In-N-Out in Houston. Dog, if she's inviting me out there, I might have to make a detour. <laughs> all right, by all means, make it happen, man. Change that flight. Yeah. Get that In-N-Out. All right, so, um, you know. Oh. One of the things I wanted to know is also, you know, how did you get your start in rap? Like, like what led you down this path? Um, I don't even know where to begin. So I was, I'm going to make a long story short. I had like a really crazy temper growing up. Like I just would be just lashing out at everyone. Mm -hmm. So my mother told me to start doing journaling. So I started journaling, and then she had a friend who was a rapper. Where's this guy? I didn't even see him. No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. Um, and then, so yeah, I started journaling, and then um, I had a friend, or my mom had a friend. He taught me how to, like, freestyle, and then I kind of just started to rap, and it kind of just happened. And then I fell in love with, like, Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj and, like, started kind of watching them, Missy Elliott, and mm -hmm. I'm here. And I just kind of okay. picked up the... I picked up the pen and I put it down since. So, like, where was your first studio? Was it in the basement, in the house? Was it at a friend's spot? Child. Like, where did, where, where, what, what was the so, start of all this? Okay, so my first studio ever. Um, are you guys familiar with, like, 90s R&B? Yeah. So there's a group called Troop. Shout mm -hmm. out to Troop. Um, their lead singer, Alan, um, I actually recorded my first song ever with him. And like, I was like 15. 
And then from there, I was like in houses for like, you know, meeting different people through the scene. Um, and then uh, I just started working in studios. It kind, of, it kind of just happened. I don't even like it was just a prayer and God just has been blessing me. So. OK, well, who's the um, I'm sorry, I'm going off script here a little bit because yeah. I'm always fascinated to know about this stuff. What who who is the like, is there one person that you met that you were like really starstruck by? Like, who's that one? That I'm that starstruck you, by? That, who's that person that you interacted with, met, that you were just starstruck by? Um, or has that know, not happened I, yet? I, I feel like it's happened once, but I wouldn't say I was starstruck. I was more so like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm working with the person I'm working with um, currently. His name is Nobby and he's super dope. He's like the dopest producer ever. And he had me like a little nervous just because mm -hmm. his resume is so crazy. And I was like, whoa, like, I think it was the pressure of being trans and being in the hip hop community. So I was like, are you sure you want to work with me? And like, it was just, you know, those feelings. Um, as, far, as far as Starstruck though, I don't think that's going to happen until I meet Beyonce and Nikki. Like those are the <laughs> only people, and Nikki Little Kim and Missy. Are you a Barb? But other than that, Lil Kim, you more on point. What? Uh, he was cap. He was caping no, for Lil Kim. No, I'm just saying, Lil Kim, you more on point. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Lil Kim, we love Lil Kim. Um, am I a Barb? I mean, to the death of me, yeah, I love me. And that see, this, and the interview is over, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Men Like Us podcast. Home of Wait, Cardi whoa, B supporters. <laughs> Are you for real? No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> oh, no, no, I do, I do, God, I do cape for Cardi B, but it was a, it was a whole thing on Clubhouse. We had this whole fucking room. It was just like the funniest thing ever, because it was like a war between like Cardi B me. supporters and Nikki. Well, I didn't know you then. Or are you on Clubhouse? Is she on Clubhouse? I don't know. Hmm. I, I didn't hear you was on Clubhouse. I invited you to the Clubhouse room last night. So I had some prior engagements. Fair enough. All right now. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. But yeah, no, I was I was caping for Cardi B and it was just I never heard of the term bar before I got into that Clubhouse room. It was all these like Butch Queen dudes in there and it was just like Yeah, it was all <laughs> about that shit. So <laughs> Cardi B politically, uh, yeah, she's on point. Politically, but yeah, what no, is I, that? I, I, what is, oh, like with like the presidential races and things. Yeah, like like the way she threw shade at Trump and everything like that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay, then I'm like, Mike, you're supposed to be the resident hip hop head. So I never said she was good at hip hop. <laughs> I never said that. Okay, I'm just I'm just asking a question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna put the guns down with the Cardi B and, and Nikki. So I'm I'm done. Okay. I'm done waging war. I, I'm not choosing violence anymore. I'm gonna move the fuck. You on. messy, Chris. I know I am. I am. I'm a whole ass mess over here. But uh <laughs> so all right, thank you for telling us about how you got your start in this, telling us a little bit about yourself. I wanted to give everybody an opportunity to hear your music. So we are going to play uh, yeah. Chanel's music video, new music video uh, called PS2. So we're going to roll that right now. Hopefully everybody can hear it.
Ten about money, bitch, we ain't moving. Lamar with the dooley, yeah, that's what the oh, shooter is. Cope shot that? Play with my pussy like 2K. Give me that head like a toupee. Bougie bitch eat it like souffle. Rich nigga got a cup Gucci. If you want munch on the coochie. Ass out, I'm a hoochie. Blazing bitch rolling like sushi. He throwing money, but I don't sell pussy. Ooh, they made us do it. Me and Chanel, we acting foolish. Bossing the money, yeah, that's what the mood is. I'm riding in something they seen in the movie. Ain't about money, bitch, we ain't moving. Lamar with the dooley, yeah, that's what the shoes is. Cash over dick, money I'm choosing. Presence a blessing, the flow is communion, uh. He playing games, so I gotta play him. Bitches be mad, so I gotta slay him. Dogging these niggas, ooh, I had to train him. I'm a hot bitch, so I gotta flame him. If the dick trash, I'm not finna claim him. I changed his life, the bitch, I made him. Niggas be whack, I don't hey, entertain him. Hey. I got the head, bitch, you could date him. Bitch, you could date him and have him, ain't trippin' cause honey, we had him Almost some shit that you hoes couldn't fathom The carpet's a Persian, they think I'm Aladdin So come take a ride, dope and they love the supply We always bringin' the vibes, ain't gotta lie They on the surface and petty, but we only play in the sky <laughs> We had to let it breathe for y'all, cause I know that your edges are gone Let's go all these bitches wanna be like me Bitches so mad I know they probably wanna fight me I'ma buy the motherfucking check like Nike 1017, you know we gotta keep me icy uh, What a bitch up like Pisces Bitch I got the juice, call me Heisey Attitude hot, I'm always talking spicy Nigga better, better, better talk to me nicely uh, I'ma have to yell cut like Spike Lee Luke King kicks and I'm thick like Chun-Li Bitches say they blessed but they still look bummy Link sent the beat, I said bitch I'm in my dusty uh, Came through on my Buffy Goons all around, little bitch, you can't touch me Bursting all these hoes, no wonder they so fussy See your baby daddy and I bet the dick dusty uh. Bitch, don't get mad All I know is, boss, I get the bag All I know is, motherfuck the price tag I got everything that little bitch lag uh. Playing games, so I gotta play em. Bitches be mad, so I gotta slay em. Dogging these niggas, ooh, I had to train em. I'm a hot bitch, so I gotta flame em. If the dick trash, I'm not finna claim em. I changed his life, little bitch, I made them. Niggas be whack, I don't entertain em. I got the head, bitch, you could date em. Sorry, I had to unmute everybody. Topeness. Topeness. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my ears got burnt. <laughs> was it heat? <laughs> yep. No, that was definitely dope. Definitely that was, better than Nikki. Uh-oh. He done said something. Now, see, somebody else choosing violence tonight. It ain't Chris that's just messy. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. Chris, that, that, you're that, messy. <laughs> Nikki is the queen. I love mm -hmm. her. The, the, well, the, you got somebody that agree with you. That's fine. You can love her. I'm but just I will her. say that I'm. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just. I'm just saying that's better than anything she put out in the past ten years, though. But I mean, you could love her, though. That's fine. <laughs> oh my god! I, I appreciate that. That's yeah. it's a compliment. That. <laughs> okay. Oh, definitely. Well, all the barbs, uh, please do not dive bomb us in the comments. <laughs> Don't send us no comments because we, we can't read. No, so um, right.
Music video was dope. I'm a I'm a video guy, like more than a music guy. Mike, he's the definitely the hip hop head over there. But I just love it was very well shot. Presentation was great. What made y'all want to do it in an arcade? Like, was it just the name of the um, song? Was that? So when we first heard, when I first heard the beat, instantly I heard the video game sample, and I was I just started writing, and I was like, "Yo, Link!" Like, I told him my story or whatever. So we let the record live for about um, like two months. We kind of just played it, and actually no, like three or four months. We just played it and played it, and then randomly I was like, "Yo, we should shoot the video in an arcade." And then it took us like probably a month to find the right location, and then we got. Yes, too. Plus, I'm a huge nerd. I got a question though. Who is the homie in the video though? Because like I, I didn't hear of him until now. Oh, that's my um my oh he's like my partner in crime, Link. Um, okay. we've known each other forever. Actually, a funny story. I met him when I was in high school. He was already like grown up, like an adult. And then like we kind of just had a full circle moment. I transitioned. Um, and we, he heard about me again, and then we kind of just, you know, made it happen. Shout out to Link. No doubt, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, he's dope too. Like, you know, both of you together—that's like a good team right there. Oh yeah, thank oh you. shit was fine. And he's a gay rapper. Oh, thank you. Oh he, oh he, he, he he's he, he's yeah. community. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he's family. He's a gay rapper. Um, super super dope, and we kind of just linked Link. On the um, <laughs> on the grounds of us, it's really trying to um, buzz down doors to the community and show your cisgendered hetero man and woman that we can do this too. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean, yeah. me and Chris, like, we did a episode on my podcast where we were talking about like needing more transgender rappers and everything like that lgbtq people within the industry yeah. so like you showing us like you know like this with you and him doing music together like I i'm just loving it <laughs> like, like you know i think it's great. Dope, it's great dope, bad. so the song was called ps2 so being a fellow nerd i have to ask I got an extra question now because it's PS2. So what's your favorite PS2 game? Like PS2 was the most one of the most popular consoles of all time. So okay. like what are so, you playing on PS2? If we get on PS2. <laughs> okay. I love I don't no, no, wait. No, I, look. Okay, so I right. I love Tekken. Okay. I love fighting games. I love All fighting right. games. But as a recent event, I've always been a Mortal Kombat girl. Like, always and forever. Probably, um, reference here. <laughs> you know, but um, we do love, I mean, if it's PS2, then I'm playing um, Tekken. There you go. There you go. All right, Tekken. Tekken 3 was the best one I ever played, but that's PS1. <laughs> I'm old. I'm old. Don't don't judge me. But was I'm that old. PS1? It was. It looked good enough to be PS2, but yeah, it was PS1. It's, it was a really good game. Oh my god, PS1. We used to crash on that yeah. shit back in the dorms, back in college. We used to kill, we used to kill that game. 
Yo, she's, so, saying, she, she's saying that you're still on the rough draft of what turned into her song. <laughs> possibly. Possibly. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so the question that I had, though, was um the, the, the question that was built into the show mm. was, you know, obviously because you did this, you did this music video in an arcade. So it's, I have to ask, what's your favorite arcade game? Like, what what are you throwing quarters into? Um. Okay. So I was low key looking at games when we were up there because I was like, "What is like?" You know, I've I've never really been to like a traditional arcade. Um. But there, I've learned that there's an X Men arcade game. Yes. And I love X Men. I love X Men. So that would probably that and whatever the Simpsons game is called arcade. Those are like yeah. my two games. I love an adventure yeah. and I love a fight and I love a story. That's what's up. Yeah, Konami beat em ups were the hotness back in the day. So everything they put out like that was fire. So that, Turtles in Time, all that mm -hmm. shit. Simpsons game was dope. Mm -hmm. X-Men was dope, especially if you actually had a full, because that, that was like a six player game. So you had like, you, you would crowd people around that machine. Which, you know, I'm old, sorry. Or Remember that favorite, shit. Or my it's okay. Game. <laughs> Yo, my favorite arcade game, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I don't give a fuck. That, that was one of the best shit ever. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely unique. They, punch um, out? yeah, yeah, like, Punch I, Out had an arcade game. Tyson. They, um, well, it, yeah, so they, they have it, but it's, it's, it's different than like the one on Nintendo. So, but it, it's a special, like, it's weird, but it's vintage as fuck. So, but, um, enough of the gamer talk, enough of the nerd shit. You know, I, I did want to talk about you as an artist, and I wanted to know. <laughs> I wanted to know uh, uh, what are some of your musical influences like. Where are you? Like, where where do you? I guess what artists when you were starting up, which which artists were you really looking to? Like, which ones were you appreciating the most in you know building your style? Um, Little Wayne, Nicki Minaj, Drake, Missy Elliott, Little Kim, and Travis. Those are probably my top five. Okay, that's fine. If top I just five. if I have to keep the list at five, those are my five. Yes. Okay. Oh wait, that's what's and Foxy up? Brown. Foxy, nice. I love nice. Foxy. Foxy Brown. I love Foxy. Lil Kim and Foxy. You got me. See, there you go. <laughs> you got the New Yorker on board. <laughs> no, that's dope. And um, I don't know. It's it's it's. That, that that's really cool that those that, that those are your peoples. I like that you included Missy because I love Missy. I love Missy. I loved her. You know. And oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. And I I was gonna piggyback off of you. I feel like a lot. Um, I feel like why Missy gets a lot of recognition for like her music videos and stuff. I don't think people listen to her like her full albums because like they're. Crazy. Their her and Timberland are so futuristic. The beats were like, like if you are an artist in general, how can you not be inspired by Missy? She was so before her time. It should make you want to step your shit up. Absolutely. That's I can't stand the rain. Was dope. Uh, like she, cause she was hot in the nineties, and then she had this Yo. resurgence. And she came mm -hmm. back in like two thousand three ish four, and then all of that shit was fire. Like all of that shit was getting played at all the parties. 
Like that shit was she was putting out bangers at that My point. That there's that too. You know, like <laughs> definitely a good what? one. Oh, what was that? What was the name of that one? Um, where they had Ludacris in it. I, 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 I don't remember the name of that one. You know, where, where they were at the school, the music video where they were at the school, the kids, Gossip the little folks. girls dancing. Gossip folks, right, right. Folks. That shit was hotness. Yeah, but also let, let's not forget Missy started out in a group called Sister, which was actually pretty good too. See, there you go. My hip hop head right there. You know it. I love Sister. Oh, you I know it. And, and she was young too. I, I don't even know if she was 18 yet. <laughs> No, she's a baby. Like, yeah. the, this is so dope. I was listening to them trying to get over it. I don't want to say a breakup, but just a fuck nigga, but we'll get into that. Uh, but yeah, I'm with it. I am with all of that shit. So, <laughs> um, all right. So, I just wanted to talk about, like, I wanted us to theorize a little bit because um, I think we touched on this a little bit before. Not in this show. I, I don't know if we ran into it in one of our casual conversations on this podcast, but we we a lot of times we do talk about what's going to change things. And, you know, I really want to get your opinion. You know, what do you think it'll take for a trans woman to truly break through as a top selling artist or rapper? Like what 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 is that secret sauce? Like what's going to do it in your mind? Um. Well, I feel like I. Huh? I feel like um, I will become a top-selling um, artist um, very, very soon. I feel like I'm normalizing a lot of things. And I'm bringing back just, I don't even want to say I'm bringing back, but I'm showing that there can be dignity in being in our community. I feel like a lot of the things that happen in the entire umbrella of LGBTQA is a hot-ass mess. And I feel like a lot of the things and the tactics that people have done in the community have kind of, um, diminish the respect, which has an effect to do with selling records and being taken serious in mainstream. So me personally, I just work on um, getting my respect from my peers and, you know, being as authentic to my fans that I can be. So that's all. I mean, I just like, it's just a time that people take themselves serious so other people can take them serious. That's all. And stop okay. limiting themselves. Like you, it's big. It's a bigger box than just LGBT. So. Absolutely, I can respect that. Out of the box thinking, trendsetter, leader, be all those things, make it happen. So we are here for it. We're here to support all this shit. Because you know, um, it's just yeah. too much ignorance out there. And you know, somebody like yourself making it, or you know, just any trans women in, in in music or anything in any entertainment sector just making it changes a lot of hearts and minds it gives people exposure to trans lives um yeah. or because it's I, I think one of the issues I'm not, i've said this before is that um there's not very many of y'all and what happens is there's so many people that don't know anything about trans folks because they can't humanize trans people because they have no trans people in their lives Everybody yeah. got, you know, a lot of folks got that gay cousin, the gay, the gay dude at work, that right. lesbian lady that work wherever. It's that, you know, uh, it, it's it's a thing. We, LGBTQ folks are in everybody's lives, but the T in specific, you know, a lot of people they don't have somebody like you in their lives to really like see. Oh, dang, 
you know what? Chanel is actually good people. Wow, I didn't even know this about trans. Right. It's like they start learning. Right. And, you know, I, I don't think it's ever going to get to a point where everybody's there, but we need more people on the train of humanizing trans lives. And I really think, you know, somebody like yourself is a big, you know, piece of the puzzle, I believe. So um, there always I mean, will be those people in a bubble that will never interact with somebody of trans experience, but fuck them. We're just trying to reach the people that we can. I'm sorry. And and that's, and that's fine. I mean, that's why I walk through this world being as humble and nice as I can be, because you never know when that random person that you met, you I could be their only trans experience. So I always want to leave a good taste in their mouth. So if they do meet another trans person, whether they know I'm trans or not, or whatever they figure out, mm -hmm. I just want them to have a good taste in their mouth about us. I don't want them to think that we're all messy or dramatic and, you know, just... I try to I mean, it's not know. reality TV? <laughs> It's not Sydney Star, no. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, it's not, and you well, know, I mean, I mean, I mean you uh, said Messi. <laughs> yeah, Sydney, I love you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no shade, no shade. I, you know, I mean, okay, so me, me and Sydney, me and Sydney are doing an event in Boston together. Um, it's our first time working together, so I'm excited to meet her. Um, I will. She when we meet. If it comes up, I'm telling I don't I don't like certain things or I don't approve of certain things that she's done. But um, I understand that a lot of things can be cloud driven, mm -hmm. and you know at the time the cloud was she she mm -hmm. had it. So you know, um, but I, I even with her I feel like um, while she is popular and she's making a name for herself, um, I don't think a lot of people are going to take her serious. No, no, no. Tell, um, tell her there's no shade. I send a shout out to her. I just, you know, I think a piece of, you know, perception of somebody like Sydney Star, you know, or Nene Leakes or anybody in that in that realm, I love you know, or uh, um, fuck, what's her name? Uh, love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Nope. Damn it. I'm going to be kicking myself. Jocelyn. Castle Hernandez? No, no, the Hollywood one, not Atlanta. Oh, so not the Puerto Rican princess. No, no, in, in Hollywood one. But anywho, <clears throat> I just I, I just say it like this. And, and I'm, I'm a person that's worked in TV, you know, and know lots of folks in reality and daytime TV. And um, I would just say, just know that, like, these people are intentionally... Oh, <laughs> Folks are intentionally putting a persona out there and like what they put out there isn't really them, but it is definitely to secure a bag. But like those shows and what she was doing on whatever show that she was on, like mm -hmm. there's producers and there's writers that are saying, okay, we want you to say this, go over here and do that. All right, go do that. And like, she's going to, okay, I'm going to act out the scene. All right, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to be as fun boy. I'm going to be shocking and crazy and all these things. But like, just know that like a lot of those folks, they're not that person behind closed doors. And I can't, I'm so mm -hmm. sorry, I forget this young woman's name, but I met a young woman and, and, and actually in my cousin's studio. <laughs> and I didn't know, cause I don't watch any of those shows. So I didn't know what she was doing, but um, mm -hmm. she was such an intelligent, smart young lady. And like, was just dope as fuck. We had a great conversation. And then actually, like, a month later, I'm like, well, let me check out what she's putting on TV. 
and it was just a whole mess. But behind the scenes, she was, you know, educated, Greek, you know, had a had an exit strategy for this thing, had her career plan going. I was like, yo, okay, well, I mean, that was my first clue. But then actually, after I started working in TV, it was like, yo, this shit ain't real. Like, this shit ain't matching up who these people are at all. So, like, I would just say, you know, I'm just... I, from what I heard, she's a cool chick uh, behind the scenes and all that stuff. But, you know, it really is. a. a I mean, I, I get what you're saying, because there's not it, it's kind of that um, and it's respectability politics. And it is a little bit of, you know, uh, what do I oppression from the dominant society in terms of there's not that many of you out here. So we're going to judge you by the couple that we see. And everybody gets that shit. So I get where you're coming from with that, where yeah. you're just like, damn it, I don't want to get judged by what you're putting out there. And I get that frustration. You yeah. know, that's why we were so hard on Janet Mock when we were talking about that story, because she's the only one in her position. I'm like, yo, you're the only one in your position. And this dominant society is going to judge everybody that comes after you by what you just did. So oh, you're, you're making it harder. The all the all the flim flam far whatever stuff. I'm not going to detail it because we didn't talk enough. Give it enough time on the show, yeah. but you know it, it is about that. Like it is about how the dominant society views minority and oppressed groups by just the few that get out there. And you know when you're that one that's out there, you got a lot of responsibility on your back. And I get that. Yeah. I totally do. I'm the only black person doing what I do for the company that I work for, and it's a nationwide company. Nationwide yeah. company. So big broadcasting company. I'm the only black person that's doing what I'm doing out of all the all of the affiliates across the country. So and you have to take that with you and and in a way kind of put every black person on your back. Oh yeah. I can't you know what I'm I saying? Mean, it, it sucks. I'm not saying I, I code switch per se because you know they kind of brought me on for a different perspective, but still there's lines I don't cross and I keep my mouth shut at certain times. And I'm like, you know what? I ain't trying to leave, leave with a sour taste in everybody's mouth about me and me being the only one like myself in this group of, you know, 50, 60 people that do what I do, you know, can't be that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying like, I get where you're coming from with all that, you know, like, yo, that that's what it is. And it sucks yep. and it shouldn't be that way. It should not be that way. You know, it shouldn't, it, but and no. I feel like a lot of girls. Um, this might be a little off topic, but mm -hmm. a lot of girls that have kind of done things for clout, like a, you know, like the Sydneys and the other girls that have done things. I feel like in a way they have kind of pushed us back. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So now, while when I do walk into these studios with these straight cis men that are supposed to be the rugged of the rugged hip hop heads. Now it kind of makes me a little more uncomfortable or I have to kind of put on a persona and do the extra so mm -hmm. they don't think I'm like that. You of know course. what I'm saying? Or, or I have, to, or I have yeah. to feel like a second way if I pull my phone out because somebody might think I'm trying to do something weird when I'm for some clout when I'm not like that at all. I'm actually the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that fucking sucks that they feel the need to actually fucking do that. Well, I mean, it's it's what I was talking about, the dominant society judging people off of that one other person that came through. So mm -hmm. they're looking at her like, oh, that's another Cindy Star kind of chick. And this ain't a shitting on her, but it's just like, 
they're putting you into her mold and you're like, no, I'm, right. a, I'm my own person kind of shit. And, right. and I get that. Which is and that's how the dominant society, you know, treats oppressed communities a lot of times. Yeah, and it's a hot ass mess. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, you'll find. Actually, yo, can I try to speak a collaboration into life? Yeah, yeah. I want to see Chanel Jolie <laughs> and Chelsea Valentino do a track together. Who is that? Do I need to look her? Mm-hmm. You don't know Chelsea Valentino. No, who's that? She is she British or no? No, 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 no. She's actually from Jersey, and I don't right. normally I don't normally vouch for people from Jersey, but she's she calls herself the trans bitch of rap, but she's very she's really good. Yeah, she she's good with her bars. Like she's who is she? Um, her name is Chelsea Valentino. Can you send that? I got some research to do because I'm there. We go. Yeah, I got okay, you. So I got you. I'm gonna do it right now. Yeah, what, what what one of her most popular freestyles is called like Moschino Belt or something like that. I'm always open to collaboration, but you guys, you have to understand. Well, I used to play sports, so I'm very competitive. I swear, I'm like, if she's the trans of rap. Bitch, I'm LeBron James. Like, yeah, you know, there we go. Like, I'm the motherfucking dope. Some of the best tracks came from motherfuckers trying to outdo each other, though. Cause, right. Because you, you, you got to understand, Nas has been on tracks before. Nas, he's a legend, but he's been on tracks where he heard somebody rapping. He's like, I got to go rewrite my, my verse. Right. You know, so, so he's done that before. So, so if you got a legend like that rewriting his verse on tracks, it, it, it's fair game for anybody. Like, you know, they hear each other, they try to outdo each other. I like it. But no Vaseline. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I always profess to love West Coast rap. And I saw that motherfucker straight out of Compton. I saw that like three times in theaters. You the theater that. that I went to was the highest grossing theater in the nation for straight out of Compton. Like, and, and in fact, I saw. Like a month after that, I saw F. Gary Gray at the. That's this is when I was living in in Atlanta. It was at Atlantic Station, that that mm-hmm. theater there. But then I was flying to L.A. from Atlanta, and F. Gary Gray was on my on my flight. He was the director of Straight Outta Compton. Oh, and nobody recognized him, but I'm like, I love this movie. I know who this guy is. Yo, real you real manifested him. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, real, real real talk though, like Straight Outta Compton was one of the most realistic biopics out of all of them. Like, like, like I'm telling you, like most biopics, they fuck up on many on many things. Yeah. But when they dropped straight out of Compton, that was literally the most realistic one next to All Eyes on Me, which was the Tupac one. I so didn't see that one. But it was the same guy from that movie playing Tupac in that one too, right? It was wasn't it the same actor or no? Uh oh. I don't think so. I, okay, don't crucify don't crucify me. Uh oh. I didn't see that movie. I'm not really a big Tupac fan. That's so you know what? <laughs> you're you're young, so that's okay. No, don't even put it on that. my age because I'll I love you and I love old school. It's just something like it's something about Pac that like he was a very I'm serious. I'm not really uh I'm not really like a hardcore gangster rap type of girl. 
it's again you gotta, you gotta listen to more of his stuff because he's not all gangster like there's other stuff in there that's very um how can i put it um conscious okay yeah he's very socially conscious yeah he um yeah no, like um yeah but like better yeah <laughs> better than kendrick yes yeah. Yes. Where do, you, where do you think his Kendrick brother was got woke a, as fuck? Where, where do you think Kendrick got a lot of his style from? His brother I mean, was I, woke. Right. Yeah. Ken, Kendrick. Kendrick even said it was between Pac, the game, and NWA, which was his influences. Mm. Now I need that brother to come out with some more music because I, I love his shit. I need a whole album, goddamn it! Like now. You know he's working. I need it. I'm, I'm I'm the impatient consumer. I want that fucking music now. Yeah, I'm tired like of that. playing that damn uh, album yeah. back to back to back to back. Yo, hold on. You you think you're impatient? I've been waiting for Lil Kim to drop a whole new record for years. She she's not. Can she like, even rap with like how her plastic yeah, surgery she, is situated? She, is that she, she's dropped she singles? Dropped an That's possible. Okay, but she didn't drop an LP though. I, like Did I, yeah, you I'm listen talking. to her EP. Yeah, I'm talking album though. But did you like her EP? Yeah, it was alright. What would you rate it out of a one to ten? Probably a six or a seven. Okay. It's not her best. It's not. So it's a six. And I like that you brought up something about no shade, but her face. I'm like, is that why she's not rapping like, like hard no more? Because she feels like she's too pretty now, like. Possibly. I miss when she was talking about robbing niggas and doing wild stuff, like yeah, like taking a whole sprite can in her mouth. <laughs> I'm, oh wow, okay, that was let's well, let's, let's erase that from the moment here. Let's like, not let's erase that from the track because we're not gonna we're not gonna let that sit and in, 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 yeah, we're gonna take that one back, y'all. Or took it back. Or, or basically, when she's like, "I need another dick." <laughs> oh, she said that. <laughs> yeah. I don't listen to Lil Kim, but yeah. Uh, I don't we, remember that lyric. Yeah, you, you, need, you need to go back. You need to go back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's on the Big Life After Death album. Um, it's called Another. Okay, I'll check it out. My man knows his East Coast music. He knows his East Coast rap, but I he know he's listening to Nicki at midnight because I have a problem. We'll see. <laughs> so again, you're choosing violence on my podcast because I'm nah, a Cardi nah, B nah. fan. No, no, no. These barbs I, are disrespectful, man. I got to tell her because these nah. barbs are showing up just cap caping for for any old thing. As nah, they should. I'm just. <laughs> nah, <laughs> yeah, nah, fair nah, enough. Nah, 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 later on tonight, I'm gonna bump a little Johnny Tsunami or uh, PS2. You know. There we go. Oh, dude. Yeah. 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 Wait, you got to play that shit when 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 we all here in Houston. We definitely got to yeah. bump that shit. Oh, I'm coming yeah. to Houston soon. Well, I'll see, there you go. And Eric is bringing the whip, so we could bump. We could drive around bumping it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm with it, man. I'm with it. So, oh, hold on. We got one more. We got one more thing on the docket. What's on the? Zone? Oh no, 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 no. One of the things I wanted to ask you about. So now we switching all the way. We switching gears. We switching gears. Um, you know, I asked you about this before the, the show, we talked about it a little bit, but like what dating for a lot of women in the trans community can be difficult, but I'm sure it's a whole other bag of worms for a black trans woman in the music industry. Yeah. Like, 
what is that like? What what are some of those unique struggles? Like what are what's the shit that you experience that doesn't typically typically happen because you're in proximity to this music space? Um I feel like niggas just need to be real. Like with themselves. Like it's a lot of dudes that I've come into contact with that are just not ready to be real. And I feel like they are holding us back a lot too. You mean like with, DL men? Yeah, well, DL, whatever you whatever you would like to call them, because I don't even like to call them DL. Okay. Because see, DL to me is when you're moving completely secretive. Mm -hmm. What I've had in my past is men try to talk to me, date me exclusively, but not publicly. Mm. And that is why I feel like you're not a real nigga. Because see, a real man don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, you, if you got a bad bitch on your arm, you got a bad bitch on your arm, it don't matter. Or even if, I mean, I don't want to say nobody's not a bad bitch, but even if it's just, you know, a cute girl, then you know, I mean, that that's his bad bitch. Like, we all going to have our exactly. own. Exactly. So my thing is, niggas just need to be more real. And mm -hmm. especially, like, just, I, it just in general, realness is needed. Authenticity, genuineness, all that shit. Because until then, until men like yourselves, more mm -hmm. men like yourselves, can come out and openly be like, yo, she's trans. I fuck with her. She, she's out here hustling, too, because I heard you say that, mm -hmm. and really make us more normalized, then, I, then how could we expect, you know, the others to normalize us if the men that love us and fetishize about us and want to fuck on us don't show us no love? Yeah, no, I think that's a huge... Um, I think men coming... I'm sorry. I think men accepting themselves and doing yeah. the work it's definitely a huge part of this. Um, not, I'm not going to say a huge part because I want to take over for the whole trans movement. Mm -hmm. But I think it's I think it's key. I think it's a piece to the puzzle. And, you know, we have to, you know, with what I do with this, you know, we're encouraging men to, to conquer their fears and, yeah. and not just conquer their fears, but to deprogram themselves. Yeah. Because one of the things that happens a lot, in the, especially in the black community, is... All it's a lot of men afraid to get hit with that tag gay and they running away from it. And you got to get yourself to a point where you don't give a fuck about that shit. If somebody say, Oh, if you gay, that's cool, whatever, nigga, like that, you that doesn't phase me. And I'm not in a uh oh, he just called me, oh shit, like he but just put my man card and I don't know that? what to do, huh? I said, But what, like. What, what, like, how I don't feel like men who date trans women are gay. No, I know they're I, definitely I not. Don't think, because if you were gay mm -hmm. and you just wanted a higher feminine energy, you would get a butch queen, you would get a femme gay boy. Mm -hmm. But when you do, I look like a man. No, if, if niggas is walking around looking like this, then I don't know what the hell's going on. So that's and it's more than just a physical, too. I want to make that very clear, yeah, because when I wipe off my makeup. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I don't look like a goddamn Barbie doll. I'm a regular girl. Mm -hmm. I'm still a regular woman. It's the inside. It's the spirit. It's the soul. And another thing mm -hmm. I want to say, I'm not going to put it all on men because that would be unfair. I'm going to put it on trans women too because how you expect somebody to treat you like somebody 
if y'all cool with just hooking up with any old random nigga that hit you up on Craigslist. Like, you have to have some respect and some dignity about yourself to expect other people to have respect and dignity towards you. So I can't just blame men. Because, yes, the men contribute to it, but trans women are just, we are just at fault if we accept the old late night hookup. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no, no, I, I've definitely talked about, you know, uh, if, if if standards were raised across the board, there would be a lot of guys that would take make the effort to reach that. Like, if it was known that, yo, we ain't accepting this low-level behavior at all, and, and nobody get none unless you meet this, unless you meet this minimum standard here. Like, I think, it, now there'd be a lot of niggas that wouldn't, but it, I think there would be more that would try as well, you know? I think it's, you yeah. know, about asking more from people, but there's a lot of folks that just like having casual sex, and that's cool. That's cool too. Yeah, but you know, but that's nothing cool wrong with that. But be real, why you doing it? And don't try to mask that casual sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Fair like if, if you, you do, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and then I, once again, I always talk to the girls because I want the girls to have more respect and love for themselves because. Why are you constantly letting these energies run up in you or just feel like that's how you get a man? That's not how you get one, baby. No. Uh, I have a bunch of girlfriends that are trans that are in the clubs and just doing the hookup things and all that. And it's just, it, I, they look sad. I mean, people, you know, grow out of that eventually. You know, They're in their that, 30s. Oh, well, that's... Late 30s. Oh. Not 20s. Late 30s. Well, that's a thing. They got some Jersey Shore shit. That's, that's right. thing. But those girls, well, I'm not even going to that. But yeah, that's a whole thing. Huh? You like the girls in the club? Yeah, but I like going to nightclubs. So I I'm a I'm a big club dude. So really? I'm I, I'm I'm out there, you know, I like the idiom clubs with all the pageantries and I'll buy the bottles and you know so get you the section and all California, that shit. When you come to California. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't it's it's been I haven't been since before COVID. I went like two months before COVID hit. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I normally have a work conference, so I end up I end up out there. But um all my family that's out there moved. They all in Miami now. So So we're going to Miami. Uh, apparently Miami's the spot. That's the next that's the next trip for this dude. Miami. Well so, let me know. I, I thought we were <laughs> there we go. Yeah, it's supposed to be ATL in July though. Oh, yeah, and one of my cousins is getting married in ATL. Oh, really? Oh, I'll be in Boston this summer mm-hmm. for Pride. Oh, yeah. Performing. Oh, really? All right, yeah. that's what's up. Boston, everybody in Boston, check. Yeah, Go out there and check out our girl. Yeah, so they're not performing at the New York City Pride. Yo, New York City ain't ready for me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, New, New York. New York ain't ready for me, baby. Yo, it's usually people ain't ready for New York, but that's a different story. I mean, she said it. I'm a cocky. She's here. She okay. is here. So, um, what was this? Oh, yeah, I think he said it already. You answered that question. We had that last question, like, what's the one thing you wish men would do? And honestly, I I guess it's you want more men to live in their truth, accept themselves, start their journey, all of that stuff. Um, You know, and that's that's why a lot of times when I'm doing these shows, I at at the end, I'm like, ladies, please share this with the men in your lives, because 
before I met my first friend in this space, I didn't know that I could live like this. I thought my life was just going to be how I picture my life in my early 20s was, okay, I'm I'm just going to watch this porn and live my life with this cis woman and have babies and kids and just live this life. But this is just porn shit. And like these these things are separate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought I would have to keep that secret, take it to the grave with me, you know, keep it away from whoever I was with, make sure she didn't know I was watching this, whatever else, like protecting the secret DL through and through. And um, yeah, I met my first friend um, online and, you know, we start, we got to rap. He's like, actually, I've been in a relationship with my girl for six years now. And, you know, dude, you can be open about this. I'm open about it. I'm like, I've never even met anybody was open about this. I didn't know you could be open about this and like live and then kind of live that, you know, live, live that life that I always wanted to live with cis women, but with a trans woman, like it just, I had no idea this was possible until I met somebody. And that's why I'm like, get this out there so more men can know that this is a reality for them and that they can start this journey. Because a lot of people don't even know it's a thing. Make yourself happy at the end of the day. Because you there just you said, Chris, like you was with cis women, mm-hmm. but they wasn't giving you what you needed. So you feel like you had to sneak around and watch a porn. Why do all that and live in secrecy and have to put more secrets on top of secrets on top of secrets when you can find a girl that's trans and be happy and don't have to worry about no secrets? I mean, you know, unless, you know, you cheat, there's not in jail. No, I don't do that. I haven't taken You're not a cheater? Nope. Nah, this ain't ain't no same shit over here. Good. Now we we don't we don't we don't stand for that shit over here. Men or women, we don't we don't cape for for cheating, motherfuckers. So this is not that shit not cute. Yeah, (laughs) man or woman, we don't we don't stand for that shit here. So we we stand on our morals, and I can be high and mighty, whatever, Chris. Y'all can judge me, whatever. That's fine, but that's just what it is in on this podcast. So there we go. So um, Chanel, I think we, yeah. I think we ran, we ran through everything. Um, thank you for joining us today, and I appreciate your time today. And um, I want you to tell everybody where they can find you. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram at Chanel Jolie. Um, you can find my music everywhere. Just Google me, Chanel Jolie. I'm on Apple Music, Spotify. YouTube, every streaming site I'm on, just look up Chanel Jolie. Um, what else? Uh, I have an EP. Oh, I'm on Twitter at Chanel Jolie, um, underscore, underscore. And I have an EP dropping this fall. It is insane. I'm super excited about it. And yeah, be on the lookout. I got a lot of things in store. And you'll be in Boston for Pride. Oh, when, is, when is that? Um, I'll be in Boston June 10th through the 19th. Um, doing like an East Coast press run and then Pride performances on the 12th. I forgot the nightclub because I'm not from the East Coast, but follow me on Instagram and you'll see the flyer. All right. So everybody, Boston, June 12th, performance. Check it out. Mike, where can they find you, man? You can find me on Twitter at Mike Brooklyn. Um, My podcast, The Real Talk Podcast. Uh, It's on stream platforms like Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, Google Podcast, the whole nine. Um, so hit me up. There you go. That's the Real Talk Podcast. Real hey. discussions, real opinions, real fucking talk. Real fucking talk. Hell yeah. 
And um, you know, while we're pimp, while we're pimping out a podcast real quick here, I definitely want to encourage everybody again to check out our friends at the Box Number Five Twelve Podcast, Grown Black Trans Woman Talk. They did a dope episode on Janet Mock's episode fifty six. They also did a dope ass episode, um, episode fifty one. Episode fifty one. One of the women on that show was married. And she gave a real depiction about the kinds of things, kinds of realities she had to confront as a black trans woman who was married to a man who's got a professional career in a fraternity in a Greek organization. You know, she 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 definitely shared a lot of the things that she just didn't expect to run into and she, the changes that she had to make. I think it was really eye opening. Episode 51, box number five to a podcast. Check it out. Uh, they are definitely friends of the show. And then also check out Marshall's Plate Black Trans Podcast. Shout out Houston. Uh, that's Diamond Styles, Mia, Z. They definitely dope. They the OGs in the game. They've been doing this for a minute. Just want to promote every everybody. And then shout out, um, shout out to Z and Mia. Hell yeah! Shout out to Z and Mia. Also, ladies, everybody watching this, please share this video on Facebook. Get it out there. Get the message out there. Help spread Chanel Jolie on the internet. share share it help out one of your sisters share it introduce people to her because she's going to be here for a while so get used to her (laughs) and hopefully future collaboration with chelsea valentino yeah just cross let's fucking do it there we go um everybody please if you're watching us on youtube if you're not watching us on youtube go to go to the men like us podcast youtube channel subscribe there um please follow me on clubhouse at MLU Chris at Big Tech at Big Chris TX, and then also like us on Facebook. And then please, 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 please go to your favorite streaming. I'm sorry, go to your favorite podcasting platforms and give us five stars. We need more five star ratings. The more five star ratings we get, the easier it's going to be for other people to find this podcast. Leave a dope review. I would appreciate that. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. And <laughs> with that okay. said, Whatever. Also, one more thing at Mike Brooklyn on Clubhouse, also. There you go. At Mike Brooklyn on Clubhouse. And, you know, people is appreciating you. Dope video. Sabrina says you 100. She was getting loving you. Yeah. Yeah. No, they was loving you in the comments. So, all right, everybody, until next time, you know, live, live good, be peaceful, enjoy your life, reduce the stress. Look out for just you and your mental health. Take care of you, all right?